Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be, into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health, and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pujaza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk a little bit about heavy metals and anxiety. And could heavy metal toxicity be the root cause of your anxiety? And I find there are a few root causes that um, I like to kind of hone in on when it comes to anxiety. And heavy metals is always one of them. And so let's start first just talking about heavy metal toxicity just in general. So the National Organization of Rare Disorders defines heavy metal poisoning or heavy metal toxicity as the accumulation of heavy metals and toxic amounts in the soft tissues of the body. And this is why, you know me, I love to do the HTMA because this is what it's measuring. It's measuring the levels of heavy metals in your tissues, right? In your tissues, like your hair as a tissue. So heavy metals are found naturally in our environment, right? We come into contact with these all the time, but more and more we're being inundated with heavy metals with, you know, how they're growing our food, right? Because it's in in agricultural things and industrial things. It's like, there's more and more contamination from these heavy metals and toxicity occurs when levels of these heavy metals become too high, right? We, we come into contact with them and the issue is a, we either come into contact too much with them too much too fast where our bodies can't handle, or it's just kind of an overload over time and our, our body's not able to detox them properly. Or there's an issue with, you know, kind of detox drainage pathways. That's that's causing our bodies to hold on to these. So there are some more common types of metals than other. The most common types of metals that are harmful to people, to humans, are first mercury. I'll kind of, I'll go through these and I'll kind of talk about um, like common sources and then kind of some symptoms just to see if maybe you're on the spectrum here. So mercury, first of all, um, lead, cadmium, arsenic, thallium is another one and chromium is another one. So there are a bunch of other ones too. Like there are some there now, let me say this too. There are some heavy metals, uh, minerals that are necessary for the function of our body, right? There's cobalt, copper, manganese, iron, right? All of these are minerals that are also found out in nature, but at a safe level, we need these for our body to function well. And it's really just when we, right, we be, it's toxic when the exposure is too high, it's too much, too fast, or there's issues with our detox pathways where we can't get rid of them. So what are symptoms of heavy metal toxicity? So let me say this too, that the symptoms are about to, to tell you can mimic so many other things. So just because you have these symptoms, I'm not saying you have heavy metal toxicity, but I will say if you have all, you know, some or most of these symptoms and you've never been able to figure out what's wrong, you know, it, you're one of those scenarios that I come into contact to all the time where you've been at the doctors, you've done all the things and they've said, everything is fine or whatever. And and you, you don't feel fine. This could be a a place that you want to look, right? You might want to look to do some heavy metal testing or some mineral testing to see if you do have, you know, you do have heavy metal toxicity. 
possible symptoms, things like stomach pain, discomfort, brain fog, confusion. The brain thing is, is a real thing with heavy metal toxicity, fatigue, um, high or low blood pressure, memory loss, again, back to the kind of brain things, mood or behavior changes, joint pain, joint stiffness, just kind of even like kind of phantom muscle and joint pains. And then it pretty much any neurological symptom, all of these are signs of heavy metal toxicity. Now, autoimmunity can be another one. And I, I, I'm not in the camp that believes that this is causing necessarily causing autoimmunity, but I find a lot of times it's just kind of a, one of many culminating factors that leads to autoimmunity, but it it does show up. So let's talk about, I want to break down kind of these, the big ones that I listed earlier and kind of where the sources are and symptoms associated with them. And I know, again, I know we've talked about heavy metals before, but I specifically want to talk about anxiety and just kind of mood behavior changes and kind of the neurological effects of these, because I find so often with my clients that heavy metals and these toxic elements really are adding up in the body and are affecting the body in a level that we're just not aware of. So mercury, let's talk about mercury first. Most of the time mercury is found in either fish, um, dental amalgams, think like metal fillings, some vaccines, um, which I will say that, but kids vaccines now don't use mercury. So there are some and some other vaccines and not to say you shouldn't, or, you know, can't get vaccinated. This isn't that conversation, but there are ways that you could help detox yourself after you get vaccinated. Um, mercury is also found in cosmetics. It's found in soaps and a lot of like big name brands of, of household cleaners. So when you are looking at toxicity for mercury, now, this one, this one can get really severe, right? It can get really severe, but things like fatty liver disease, elevated liver enzymes. Um, if you see the little like white lines on your fingernails, that could be a, a clue. Memory loss, depression, headaches, mood, and behavior changes. So mercury is a big one for, especially I find with, with clients I've had with symptoms of ADD and ADHD and anxiety, kind of that, that all of those, a lot of them have like all, right? That's not just one or the other. Mercury I have found has been a huge factor in that and really helping their helping them detox for mercury. Now, another one is lead. I will say that this one isn't as common now because of the the laws and stuff around uh, lead and paint. But if you live in an old house or something, then, you know, it's, it's still possible. But typically it's from like lead paint or lead pipes in older homes. And this one can cause neurological issues. So things like poor cognition, brain fog, slurred speech, mood instability, headaches. Um, again, I wouldn't say this one is, is as common, but it, it is one that's, um, you know, it's, it's found in abundance in nature. Now, chromium is another one. Now we need chromium. I'll say that we need chromium. But it's when it's too much that it's too much, right? It's toxic when it's too much. So typically this comes from contaminated food or water or just products that have chromium in them. And this one can cause some pretty, when it's when it's toxic, this can cause some pretty severe gastro issues. So I think the gastro issues are gonna show up before the neurological issues on this one. Um, but it's one that that can be common. And then there's arsenic. Now, arsenic, there's there's a lot of types of arsenic, and the inorganic type is what's the most toxic. And this is typically we get it in the diet, mostly from rice products. And you can, there's some research out there about 
higher, like what rice products have higher levels of arsenic than others. Um, some of the research coming out now is saying that the white rice actually has less than the brown because it's had that little part stripped off. So you can do some digging on that, but really arsenic really just causes inflammation in the body. And I find that, um, you know, while there are like random things like dark patches on the skin and abnormal thickening of the skin, really there's damage to your nervous system. There's elevated pro-inflammatory cytokines. So it's just, it's inflammation in the body and damage to the nervous system. And that's really how the toxicity with heavy metals happens. And that's why so often it's linked to things like anxiety and, and mood and behavior disorders is because it builds up in the tissue in your nervous system and it affects your brain. It affects how your brain is functioning. And I would highly recommend if you are dealing with anxiety, you've done the things, even if you, you're on medication or you've been on medication, maybe you're not on medication anymore. I and you and you still can't get to the bottom of it, you're still feeling it. And you're like, you know, why am I still feeling? If you have persistent brain fog, fatigue, anxiety, depression, maybe both. Um, these can be symptoms of heavy metal toxicity. If you have any risk factors of heavy metal toxicity, chronic exposure to certain things, if you live in an old home, for example, or you know, you know, you have the the metal fillings, the the, the amalgams, right, and the mercury, or you eat a lot of fish, um, high mercury fish, and I would definitely go online and, and search like low mercury fish and switch to that if you haven't already, um, or you you have symptoms, right? You have these symptoms that I've mentioned and they don't improve after, you know, adjusting your diet and your lifestyle and your gut health and all these other things. So you might want to consider getting tested for heavy metal and doing and doing a heavy metal uh, detox. That could be something that's helpful for you. So when we're looking at like what a heavy metal detox looks like, it's going to look different for everybody. So I'm not going to go into, it'd be too much for me to go into specifics because it's going to be, it's just going to be different for everybody. But let me say this first, this first testing. So you can do a urine test for heavy metals. You can do a blood test for heavy metals. I don't find that the blood tests are very accurate. I, it, you know, and it's kind of my spiel on why I like to use the HGMA for mineral testing. But the urine test, depending on depending on the type, the urine test can be pretty good. And a lot of these like unprovoked or provoked urine tests can be done in kind of integrative practices or functional practices. The unprovoked urine test, so if you're looking for a practitioner who does urine tests, you want to do an unprovoked urine test because it can be more reliable um, at, at picking those up. So be, be mindful of the blood testing because, again... You, you can even do it. Like, I think there are places now that you can order online to do a blood test and do at home heavy metal testing. I just, I just don't think they're very accurate in a lot of cases. So it, every metal has a different half-life in the blood. And so most accurate tests are going to come from either an unprovoked urine test or sometimes the hair. And I will say, even though I am a huge proponent of the HTMA and the hair, um, it depends on which ones you're testing for. Some of the hair tests don't test for all of them. And depending on like when you came into contact with it, it may not be completely 100% accurate. So hair is not as good as picking up like, for example, there's some studies around um, mercury poisoning due to fish consumption. And it, 
it was the test was the, the um the, yeah the test the study was pretty small but they did find that the hair test was not as good of a a didn't detect it as well in the hair test so it just depends and again it depends which ones you're testing on so i would say looking for the urine test or the hair test i just don't think the blood tests are that great at picking everything up so when you're doing a heavy metal detox, it kind of just depends which one you're detoxing from, which ones you're detoxing from. If you've got a really severe heavy metal um, toxicity going on in your body, ch- uh, chelation therapy is probably the best route. And chelation therapy is when a chelating agent is used to bind to the heavy metal to remove it from the body. And this is typically done through IV therapy. Um, there are some where you can do um, like EDTA suppositories. Um, EDTA can also be injected into your body. This is a natural chelator. Um, but then this is pretty, again, this would be like a pretty severe cases to do like chelation or natural. There's also natural chelation therapy where you can use things like um, fruit, like citrus pectin and selenium and banana peel and garlic and all these other things. Um, but it, I don't know if there's enough studies to show that that's as effective as doing an, a, other chelation therapy with something like EDTA Um in getting rid of it. So, and then there are a lot of studies about chelation therapy that does show that it does a really good job at getting rid of heavy metals. And the other thing you can do, you can do a heavy metal um, protocol, right? Where we're using certain antioxidant minerals and things like, you know, glutathione, things like that, the body's um, natural antioxidants. We're doing things to help push things out, right? So we're supporting the gallbladder and the liver and your detox pathways and all of that. We're using high doses of vitamin C. So there's a lot of things you can do for a heavy metal protocol. It really just depends on which ones you're looking at. But the, the main thing here is that you want to do a combination of diet, uh, especially if, if the source is coming from the diet. And, you know, I just keep thinking of mercury because that one's just the most common. Um, aluminum is another one. And really for me in the testing that I do, aluminum is another one. And, and I won't say, I will say that that one doesn't necessarily show up as anxiety, but I would say for the most part, <clears throat> when I have clients that have one elevated heavy metal, they have multiple heavy metals that are elevated. And almost all of them have some sort of feelings or symptoms of, and whether it's severe or you know relatively mild, feelings of anxiety, um, just kind of those neurological things, right? The mood and behavior things that shows up. So Anyway, when we're looking at reducing toxic load and and supporting yourself through a heavy metal protocol, we want to look at the diet, removing common sources of heavy metals, um, especially rice. And not to say you have to give up rice forever, but if you're doing a heavy metal protocol, we just want to eliminate any possible source. And then looking for companies that test mercury levels in fish. So you can look at, um, there's companies like Safe Catch or Wild Planet, or you're just choosing fish that are lower in mercury. So the bigger the fish, the deeper water fish, those are going to be higher in things like mercury. And so you just want to choose wisely. Also detoxing, right? Helping yourself with good lymphatic flow and sweating. If you have, have access to a sauna to improve detox, anything that's going to help lymphatic drainage, all of that's going to be supportive. And then your environment, it, again, it's all about toxic load. It's all about exposure to toxic load. So if you use pesticides or crazy fertilizers and stuff in your yard, just decreasing that or limiting your exposure to that and 
protecting yourself if you need to, if, if you have a job where you're exposed to fumes or things like that, smoke or fumes, like getting rid of dental amalgams. If you can finding a functional dentist that can help you get rid of those, um, uh, mercury or, uh, the, those, yeah, well, yeah, they're mercury, they're metal, but they have mercury in them, amalgams. So it's reducing the toxic load all in all. I want this conversation to just strike maybe a chord with you. If you are dealing with anxiety, all of those things I mentioned, mood changes, depression, anxiety, fatigue, brain fog, joint pain, all of those things you've, you've done things that you feel like should be helping and you haven't got any relief. If you're dealing with anxiety on a regular basis, you could have heavy metal toxicity and this could be something that you want to look at and you you want to look at you know where you've been exposed to it and you want to look at doing some testing to really find out if that's something that you're dealing with. So let me know your questions on this. I'd love to hear your experience. Uh, if you've had heavy metal toxicity or you, you suppose that you might have heavy metal toxicity, shoot me a message and we can chat more. All right, y'all. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I can know how to provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics you'd like to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza, or you can visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.